Okay, welcome to the Unemployed Show podcast, podcast season. Um, usually we've done a live stream t- TV show on Facebook Live, but now we're, we're dipping our toe into the world of audio. And I am here with my friend Keisha Zoller. I hi. Was, hi, thank you for being here. Of course. You've been on the show before. You're I, a friend of the show, star in my life. I mean... Thank you. I... I'm a fan of yours. I think you know that, though. Thank you. That's the only reason I booked you. I was like, she loves me. We got to have her. Yeah. It, if <laughs> I didn't, I would not come. I've learned that now. You were just telling me about the requirements that, you know, the checklist of what you would do for a project. And I'm so glad I met those yeah. requirements. Yeah. And I think people sometimes assume I'll, I'll only do paid projects. I was like, no, I have to like and respect you and like think you have a vision. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like... Heck yeah, I'll do it. I'll, right. I'll I'll go anywhere. But also, here's six thousand dollars. Thank you for joining me today. Thank uh, you so oh, much. Oh wow, that's Ow, her uh, I, hourly rate. So, uh, sure, I will take that <laughs> straight to the bank and deposit it yeah. and pay off uh, bills and maybe Great. go on vacation. You should. You should. Y- you know, a little me time. It, you got to rest. Yeah. So tell me, are you? This is a great question for you right now. Are you currently employed? I am currently employed. You uh, are. Uh, as a freelancer, as a staffer, as a... I do... Contract? I think I've been a lot of contract. <laughs> a uh, contractor. Yes. That sounds good. And uh, I'm working on a project now that I can't fully disclose. I, I've we been telling those. people. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a project for a streaming network you've definitely heard of. Cool. And it's a really fun project and, and I'm, like, I'm doing great work oh and it'll God. be great. That's Basically, it. Basically she's shooting the offspring of uh, Game of Thrones and it's going to be on HBO wow. Go. Wow. And uh, it's a one woman show. Absolutely not. <laughs> where this you play is- every member of Game of Thrones. <laughs> that ha- I sexually assault myself. Oh, uh, wow. I don't know. Never seen it. Yeah, so, I mean, right. <laughs> well, there's a lot of incest and sexual assault and no black people. So maybe it could work. It could. Honestly, it sounds like a pitch to me. Yeah. You know what, guys? I got to go <laughs> try to make that happen. Oh, I love it. So, okay. So you are a contractor right now. You recently had a job though. Like a... Oh, yeah. Was that a... We that got a, canceled. <laughs> I was on... Uh, I was... Are you allowed r- to talk about that? Is that oh, yeah. That was on a, a television channel, I guess we could call yeah. it station. If we could call it E. <laughs> yeah. Um, e Entertainment. I was the writing supervisor at Busy Tonight with Busy Phillips. She's uh, so cool. Was she's she great. Was she great to work with? Everybody's like, so what was it like to work with Busy? Because she, you think she's your best friend just by going on her Instagram. She's one of those very relatable personalities that you're like, I love her. And I want to have lunch with her. That is her authentically. Cool. That is what you see is what you get. Mm-hmm. And it's very refreshing to know that like, oh, she's not putting on airs. This is busy. Yeah. Whatever you think busy is. Yeah. That's exactly her. I love it. I love it. She's also a really good actress. Yeah. Like I was saying, I like her in scripted stuff a lot. Like she should be casting a lot yeah. more stuff. I, I want her to get another talk show though. You do. I do. I think she's really good at it. And I think she's really passionate. And I think right now with the fight for women's reproductive rights and health, uh, I I want her to get a show where she can talk more openly about that Mm -hmm. and like her entirety because she has a lot of opinions. 
And I'm not sure if she I would- could tell. I could sense that from the show that like there's a show that has to happen. There's a script that there's an inner, you know, but she has so many things that she's she wants to say that she's good at, at explaining and saying and like making people feel something that I feel that. And my hope is wherever she goes next, whatever the next show is, it it's a show where she can be her entirety. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the thing we kept saying in the staff. She would say it, but a bitch contains multitudes. <laughs> and that is that. kind of the mantra of like, yeah, we can be complex. And uh, I think we wrote like you can care about face masks and women's reproductive rights you you can be dynamic you can care about a lot of things and I think ultimately busy success will rely on the fact that she is able to care about a ton of things she is a wife she is a mother she is a talented actress she is a host she uh writes she is very creative and has a lot of passion. She isn't a thing. She's many things. So wherever she ends up, I like from the bottom of my heart, hope that she gets to celebrate her entirety. That's cool. Yeah. That's how I feel about you. Oh, stop it. I I do. I do. I'm a huge Keisha fan. I was telling you this earlier. I really do. I've admired you for a long time. We've been friends for a while through the comedy scene i guess you yeah. can say doing doing shows and bits and Ooh, the shows yeah the, yeah although um i don't know i feel like i don't do any shows right now i feel similar because i think i shifted my perspective around like oh am i doing a free show that is <laughs> taking away my energy or am i trying to put my energy towards my dreams yeah well as as we um as we age to you know i'm i'm now 24 and you're you're 20. I'm 28. You're 28. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm older and wiser yeah. and it's fine. But as we age, don't you feel like, yes, our time is precious. And what is the most important thing to do today? That's what I'm doing. I don't need to just do everything anymore because I can't physically stay awake to do it. <laughs> yeah. That has been the hardest part about getting older is that moment of, oh, back in the day when I could do everything. <laughs> I shouldn't have been doing everything. I should have been focused. Right. And now I cannot do everything. And focus is my best friend. Like, it feels so good to be like, absolutely not. Yeah. No, thank you. That's terrible. I hate it. Stop. (laughs) No, thank you. No, I'd rather take a nap. Yeah. Like, that is my mantra. If I would rather take a nap or like, watch a movie with my dad and my sister, <laughs> then like, I'm probably not going to do your show. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I think I'd rather eat on my couch than go do this. Yeah. and But it, then you feel bad. Then you're like, oh, uh, I miss it. I miss doing shows. No, no, because <laughs> I think I finally got to a place where I could relinquish, like, not everything is for me. Mm-hmm. I know what I want. I know what I'm capable of. I've been able to grow a lot over the last two years. I actually um, talked to my therapist today and I finished with her and then I burst into tears because two and a half years ago, my life was so different Mm -hmm. and I feel like I've only been able to get where I am because I had to get good at being like, nope, no, no. Yeah. This is what I want. And like having such immense clarity on what I want 
where the last year, even though I'm not unemployed now, I was unemployed technically from like October to mid-February and it was stressful. I didn't know what I was doing next. I didn't know about money and X, Y, and Z. And then two jobs happened back to back. Yeah. And Big I, jobs. Yeah. And I don't know what's going to happen in the fall. I'm trying to write more. I'm hoping uh, this project that I cannot talk about right, right this Thrones, second. HBO. Yeah, sure. Um, but it, I like had that moment of, I was like, oh, my face is probably going to be on a billboard somewhere. And I hope to find it. Wow. Um, but like. I'll find it. Yeah. It, it's a thing where I'm like, oh, no, this is actually a big thing. And I'm hoping I'll get visibility and I'll do the, it'll be the thing I want it to be. But trying yeah. to like trust a little bit more that I'm exactly where I need to be. Yeah. So the the breakdown you had outside of therapy was a happy cry. It, it was, was just like a pure release. I had the realization that 2017 was a horrifying year, mm. top to bottom, and almost every quadrant of my life, but it was also life affirming in every quadrant mm -hmm. of my life. And I was like, how did that happen? Yeah. Like we need those dark periods to it like builds our strength. It's like, it's like if everything's working out and you get all the jobs and everything you're booking and you're this and that, like, are you going to be okay if that happens later in life? Or like, you know, when you're starting out and you're kind of like climbing this ladder and you, oh, you slipped and you fell down, you got to start over again. Like, I think that's why we need to have those moments. Not that I wish that on anyone, right? We don't want anyone to suffer or have a terrible year, but it's going to make you stronger. Yeah, and it helped me just prioritize, oh, this is important to me. This absolutely isn't. Mm -hmm. And having to be realistic with my health as somebody who's been chronically ill really since I was 11, it's been important to be able to like, how do I go after a thing that is hard that a lot of people make harder for for people to break into mm -hmm. how do i go about that while having like physical issues while having ambitions that keep me up at night yeah i i get it and yeah i commend you for doing it Thank and you, you worked through it and you fucking did it so uh, I keep it feels like I'm always like in the process <laughs> of renewal because I was like and today is another day yeah, you have to day by day there's a reason they they say that right day by day by day by day or it's just Godspell was a really good musical and, <laughs> um, and thank you for it thank you Stephen Schwartz um, I wanted to ask you though about so like Going back before um, this breakthrough that you had, before all of this, what were like your first jobs when you got to the city? Oh, like my when first jobs when I got to the city? You moved here wanting to be an actor, right? Yeah, you were well, like, I moved here to get my MFA in acting. Oh, there you go. Um, there you go. You were in an MFA. Yeah, I have my MFA. Do you have a BFA too? No, just, just a MFA. bachelor's. Mm -hmm. So after I graduated from getting my MFA, mm -hmm. I was 24 in the city, so I started doing children's theater mm. and short form improv for money. And it was weird because it was at the old Laugh Factory and it was with 
a bunch of people who are very nice, and I've made some of my longest life friends, sure. li- lifelong friends from it, but it was very weird, and it was a gig for sure, mm-hmm. and I'd go periods of working and not working, and I gig so much. I barked in Times Square for a few years. It killed me inside. For this show, the short form yeah. comedy show. Yeah. Oh, my God. And I grew a lot. And it forced me to perform a lot. And it was great because I was like exposure. But I I don't think I was as focused as I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. But I was also making money. And then the crash happened. And then... <laughs> what crash? Oh, the 2008 crash. Oh, oh. It's like, what crash? <laughs> then the economic crash happened. Okay. And I was like, it was hard. I was hard hit. Yeah. And I like didn't make a lot of money and I went into debt for the first time and like one of the only times in my life ever. Wow, congratulations to you because I'm still in debt, but yeah. Well, part of it is I am shockingly frugal when I need to be. Like (laughs) I am somebody who is like, how can I get the most out of the least? I, it was fun. I would like plan my shopping list on how to get the most nutrients (laughs) and the like, lowest dollar amount. Oh my God. You're and smart. You're good about this. I, You're very strategic. I think that's I the am. word. I think, I think that is my strength. You is, were like, I'm in debt. Well, here's here's me in debt. And it's going to be just as planned out as me when I'm very wealthy. <laughs> yeah. And, and that is how, like, I think because I have health challenges and I have all these other things, strategy is my friend Mm -hmm. because that is a thing where it's like, well, I may not be able to do the 20 things, but I can strategize so I can do like three things and one of these three will hit and therefore I get what I want. That's good. That's really good. I would just sit on the floor and cry a lot and be like, I don't, I used to eat well. (laughs) I don't know how to do it right now. Um, That's a lie. I just, I, I lied. I love cup of noodles and I think they're they have all the nutrients right it, um it's like no, drinking the ocean water in a cup or yeah something. yeah yeah um it'll kill you just as fast okay <laughs> if that's all you're eating it will kill you but at least I'm gonna go happy you know I mean yeah I <laughs> wow I I'm checking your pantry <laughs> shortly after we finish recording. Uh, hold on, let me just come put a no, few no, things away. No, <laughs> no, I'm very concerned. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Where is the fruit? <laughs> There's a tomato. There's one tomato. <laughs> and a tomato is a fruit. <laughs> it is. Thank you. I, that is, you, you have proved me wrong. <laughs> Thanks. But so, okay. So you see, it's so funny. When I talk to people about when you're, when you were unemployed, when you had a, you know, when you had this trouble in 2008, you make it, so, I, you make it seem like you were like, well, I, I got all my nutrients and I did this and I did this and then this. And I'm like, wow, it doesn't sound so scary anymore, <laughs> which I appreciate because I think people need to know that there are ways to like adjust your life when you're in certain situations. Well, and for me, it, I was talking to my therapist about it, that the thing I've learned when you aren't able to control some of your, the aspects of your life. One of the things that helps me personally is I set boundaries on the things I can control. Mm -hmm. And that helps bring down my anxiety. And then once I have a boundary on the things I can control, the things I want start to be able to make themselves apparent. But it's also about being cool that I have boundaries on like, 
if I don't have this, I need to have this, this, and this in control. Mm-hmm. Like for me, my housing has always been a great source of anxiety that if I feel like I'm subject to someone else's rules, I've been very fortunate and privileged to like be able to own my own apartment. And what that does for me is to have the financial flexibility to take a risk. Mm-hmm. Now, the years and years where I haven't had that, just profound anxiety mm-hmm. and the reason for me like for other people they can do it and it's fine but for me it's like I can't comprehend being an artist if I don't know my nut at the end of the month mm. and if I can like figure out the nut I can work backwards I can say yes and no to things accordingly but like I wish I had this kind of brain so often <laughs> I'm like if you ask like I do I really I'm like I'm, that's why I am in debt because I do it all very wrong. But I appreciate the fact that this is how your brain works. It's, I mean. I, I mean, and it's so funny to kind of just realize that's who I am as a creative person that like for me to be truly creative, I need to have like five or six things perfectly in line. And once those five or six things are in line, I can do whatever I want. I can be as adventurous. I can be wild. I can be like, yes yes no I'll make weird jokes Mm -hmm. I'll like take a bigger risk but I have to have the like two or three things just solidified yeah that's cool so I want to hear more about your jobs that you had after after you had this great uh short form I love how you said it was improv short form improv for money (laughs) yeah because you don't want to be confused with the short form improvisers who do it for free no, I did it for money. And I, I actually made a shocking, <laughs> shockingly good amount of money. Like, um, And then she did long form for no money. <laughs> long form for no money. And then I did corporate trainer. I was, I, I was a corporate trainer. I helped people like learn how to speak in public, okay. learn how to yes and improve office culture and did a multitude of various things. And that was truly wonderful what else did I do I mainly and then I gigged I did whatever acting work I could get mm-hmm. oh I was a oh I was did you a, ever do anything like really crazy for money I was a brand ambassador and <laughs> for uh, what, for, for oh what? so many um at one point I was just thinking what does that mean also oh I would like hand out flyers on the street I would bark I would play costumed characters mm for money okay to try to get people you really liked hitting the Times square street it like it actually broke me i remember having (laughs) a panic attack after like one and i was like i was supposed to go and i literally had emotionally shut down completely (laughs) like i had the oh i i cannot (laughs) and that's when i quit Mm. um but yeah, I gigged for a very, very, very long time. Yeah, I gigged for a very. So you weren't, you didn't ever get like a full time like staff job anywhere. You nope. kind of were like, the next gig's gonna happen. I'm gonna just do this for now, and then I'll. The opposition was my first full time job. Really? Yeah. Congratulations. First. Thank of all. you. Great show. Love Klepper. Yeah. I mean, also, you had a really fun team, it seemed like. That was, like, a good group of people on that show. And I'm happy he has his new show, Klepper. Yeah. And I, yeah, it was interesting because I really have avoided 
working full time. Yeah. And you own an apartment. You're, you're, I mean, this is, you did it though. You, yeah. you made it work. I sit back and go, yeah, how the hell did I do that? Like, how the fuck? And part of it is I was lucky. I got my MFA. I was for a while uh, an adjunct professor at Sarah Lawrence College. Mm -hmm. Um, I taught at UCB. I coached improv. I coached characters. I coached acting. And I used the multitude of talents that, like, I've been like, must keep going. And I was a public speaker at one point for the National Mental Health Awareness Campaign. Like, I've literally, like, what do you want me to do? I'll do it. Right. And I look back at my life and I was like, wow, I've done so many different things. So many. I mean, it must, it's funny because I feel like for people who are listening to this, hopefully they're uh, fully employed and just bored for the next hour. But if they're not, if they're unemployed, when you put together a resume, when you have a resume like yours, like if you're there's a job you want, <laughs> you're like, well, what do I leave out and what do I put in on this resume? Like you probably have, 14 resumes that you could put together, you could probably be like, well, I could go and do this job. It has nothing to do with like acting or anything, but I have all the skills that they're asking for because of the following five things. And that was so much of what my life has been, just being open to the moment and just being like, oh, I hope I can get better or like taking care of myself self enough to be able to get better so I can finally get there and finally getting there is like, oh, I, I did it. Mm -hmm. Like I'm finally in a place where I'm like, oh, I feel confident in, in all my choices that have taken me to get here. But it was hard. It was yeah. very hard. Yeah. Were there ever any periods where you were just like, what the, f I want to like not be here. Like what else could I do? No, because I had an aunt who was very helpful. And I mean, she's a creative too. And, you know, I had a lot of people tell me this anecdotally. If you give yourself an out, you'll take it. Mm. And so instead of, for me, the best way to be an artist for me was to make sure that everything I did was earning income from my art in some way, somehow. So you've never worked in a restaurant? Um, I worked at The Gap. I've never worked in a restaurant. I've okay. never, I've like, I've worked in retail. Okay. I've, I've avoided it because I've gigged. Right. I've like done marketing on the street campaign, which speaks to having to engage with strangers sure. and like catch or, catch attention. Um, I've like. I'm so fascinated by the fact that you, your first full-time job was like this past when was it? A year ago, I guess? Two years Two ago. Two years ago. Yeah. I mean, so that must have been coming from this where you're kind of always like, I don't know where my next gig is, but that's what I do. I get gigs. Well, was I was- Is it weird to go in full every day to the same place and yes. have a routine? Well, <laughs> because at that point, um, I was making an okay salary for an artist working 18 hours a week. Oh my God. And- that was like, I could take care of my health. I could do X, Y, and Z. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm not like Rockefeller, but my husband and I could afford to buy her home. Mm -hmm. And I like could afford to buy a home on the salary I was making. And then I got this job and I got this job two and a half months 
after I'd gotten out of the hospital after almost dying and being septic. I remember this, yeah. So I got the job and now I look back at it very fondly. I could barely sit up. I would cry at work from pain. I was going through brain fog and not like uh, sort of brain fog. Like I forgot at one point, like my mother's last name. I like kept having like just huge gaps in Mm -hmm. my memory. So I'm like going through a physical crisis while working every day for the first time in my life on the hardest job I've ever had to do where I'm putting together political arguments in satirical form for a character on a, on right. Comedy Central and doing all of this. I'm working 50 hours a week. I'm like, and I'm trying to sit up. Oh my God. <laughs> and it was a, it was a challenge. It, it sounds like you're really good at being unemployed, but as soon as you had the full-time opportunity, you're like, fuck, no. Yeah, and <laughs> the other thing is I was like, I have to say yes to it, and I'm happy I said yes to it. Yeah, and it was it, awesome. But it also was very hard. Yeah. and like, But like you said earlier, you need it. There's a reason that happened two and a half months after. You were like, A, you were... That job was for you and you were supposed to write on that. And that was like something you'd be amazing at. And B, they're like, oh, is the universe is like, is her health okay? Well, she'll pull, she'll pull through. She's pulled through before. And and you did it. I did it. And I think that's another reason I just started crying today after therapy. I was like, and like I hung I love up. This and- happened today. I'm like, and now you come here and you're going to talk about your past, your whole. <laughs> I'm going to ask you all about your job history and being unemployed, and you're like, it, and I mean, it was really good because I just started sobbing, <laughs> and I hadn't like sobbed in a while, and I was like, <laughs> you have to do that sometimes. You do. Oh, it felt so cathartic. Good. Like, I love crying. I cry all the time. I don't cry that much. I'm. Not that I'm shut down. It's just like very, very rarely. I think my brain is just like must move forward, must move (laughs) forward, must move forward. And so I've been moving forward. And then like the enormity of the last two years of my life of having gotten to work on all these shows and write for all these places and like actually have the career I want. And then like all the things that I've like wanted are happening. And I'm just like, you're grateful. I mean, like, if this happened to you when you were 24 years old and you just graduated from your MFA, you'd be like, well, yeah, this is supposed to happen. Like, oh, I'd be terrible. A different person. Oh, I'd be terrible. That's why I always am like, it's going to happen. Like, these, these moments are going to happen for people. If you hold out, if you work, if you do the work, it will happen for you. There is, like, I don't believe in, like, you know, everything. I don't know if everything happens for a reason. I don't know about that. But I do think if you put in the work good things will come. Like you don't just do the work and for nothing, right? Yeah. And I mean, the way I see it is I think if you look at things from a positive thinking perspective, you can start to see what you do have versus what you don't have. Mm -hmm. And I think that is the hard part when you're unemployed. All you can think about is what you don't have versus- what I've really shifted my thinking. And when I am in a situation I feel like I can't control, I try to think, what do I have? What resources can I utilize? Who can I connect with? How can I get to my next thing? I have a camera. Uh, 
I can shoot a thing. I have a phone. I can shoot a thing. Mm -hmm. I have access to all these people who want to support me and I want to support them. How can we make something that's mutually beneficial to both of us? Like I, I, I always think, and it comes from something my dad told me, my dad Every time I start complaining, for better or for worse, this is just my relationship <laughs> with my dad. He always tells me, well, are you going to be a victim and complain or are you going to do something? Tough love, baby. And <laughs> so I can never complain for that long without mm. going, well, it's time to do something. Like, so every time I yeah. complain, I go, yeah, but am I just complaining or am I doing a thing? Right. What very, am I doing? I'm very close with my mom and I will like, but I'm also very emotional and I let things really like make me cry. Like I told you, I love it. But like she's tough, kind of like your dad and I'll cry and she'll be like, Anna, you got to pull it together. Like this is it. Like this is part of it. You got to go do something about it. Don't just sit there and cry all day. Like don't just like let it get over it. <laughs> That's her thing. Get over it, <laughs> which is great advice. Thank you, mom. But it's, uh, I think also as creative people, we love we love emotion and we love to like, let it hit us and let us feel sorry for ourselves for, you know, as long as we can handle it for, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I, it's interesting. I, I'm, I'm bad at wallowing. I'm bad at resting. I'm bad at resting too. My husband, Andrew Kimmler, if you haven't heard of him, you should. Um, The world that is. He's the Uh, best. He's great. I love him a lot. It's the thing I, really love about our relationship he taught me how to relax he's the one who like showed me that it's okay to like take a nap (laughs) to like chill out to like just read a book I should call him (laughs) yeah I mean he's it it was really weird because I was like oh I I can't I have and he was like you're making yourself sick you're not having fun you're not enjoying life yeah my boyfriend is very good. Like for all the times I make fun of him for sitting down and playing video games for a couple hours, like he works very hard and that's his time to just like fucking chill the fuck. I'm like, why do you play video games for so many hours or like watching that series? And then I'm like, oh, right. I don't do that. If I sit down on the couch, I'm like, well, I should probably, I have this I should work on and I have this I should work on and this is not finished and this is due next week. And this is the, like, it, it's very hard to just, to just chill and just like, you know, that's why I'm glad you sat on a roof last night and had lovely drinks all night and fancy food. It was amazing. I just, <laughs> you're like, oh my God, fun. It was f- fun. fun. <laughs> and Andrew reminds me that I need fun. And I like have tried to take that into my life and that like, it's okay to remind me that it'll be okay. And sometimes I have to let down people, Mm -hmm. which is like a struggle of like letting down people and being able to stay in line with what I want and need Mm -hmm. that honors me. And like to be okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just. How long have you guys been together? Eight years. Oh my God. Yeah. So he was with you through periods of gigs where you were like, I don't know what I'm doing next. I'm yeah. freaking out and I don't know what I'm doing next. Yeah. And I was with him the same. Like he was he was working background and catering when we first got together. So he was a hard gigger. And then he like realized he could be more focused. And then he got a job as a producer. And now he's like transitioning to writing more full time. And 
it's been a real interesting thing for both of us because there were points where we'd both be unemployed, Mm -hmm. which was kind of fun. I got to be honest. (laughs) It is kind of fun to be unemployed. For like a day and then it's like, now what? (laughs) I mean, the hard part was the money. It was always like, oh, we love spending time together, but what can we eat? Right. (laughs) Oh, nothing. Okay. We have love. Right. I think a lot of, it's so funny. I, and you made me think of this before when you were talking about uh, like what your dad says to you, but like so many, you know, we take when we're unemployed and we only can see what we don't have. And it's like, and especially with social media and we see everyone having everything around us and you feel like you're in this small little fucking hole and like, you're like, I don't get it. Like this person is on, is the, is here and here and here. And they're like so successful, even though it's Instagram. But I think it does dig us even, at least for me when I was unemployed, it dug me deeper into that hole. But like, it's very hard to appreciate the things that we, that we do have. And like my, this reminded me, my good friend uh, is single and it, all her friends are getting married and having babies and whatever. And she has an amazing job. She travels everywhere because she fucking can. And she has like such a good life. You know, she owns an apartment in Manhattan, has a great job, has so many friends, like lives an awesome life and and feels that like, and just is so sad sometimes and feels that emptiness. And I was like, So when she was feeling that and I was like, you have so much money and a job and like you go to dinners whenever the fuck you want and you buy bags and this and that. And like it doesn't even like I'm like, oh, my God, I I wish I had your stability. And she's like, yeah, but you have a boyfriend. And I'm like, so what? He sees me cry because I can't afford to go out. Like it's just so funny how much we value like. I don't know if I'm making sense, but I'm trying to say like how, you know, how she can't see. I'm like, we always want what we don't have, but. Ugh. And to also, instead of wanting what we don't have, appreciate what we do have. Mm-hmm. And the moment I started doing that, I felt better. Yeah. And also things started falling into place. And uh, I'm not trying to preach magic here as much as I'm trying to like celebrate what you have. Mm-hmm. And even if it's just, I woke up today, I always like to think about like, you can celebrate the small joy. Yeah. I think sometimes we have to think it has to be over the top. It's like, oh, you woke up today. Do you have a grandparent that's still alive? Cool. Right. Do you have your parents in your life and you love them? Do you have siblings that you care? Do you have friends? Like there is something. You have to find the 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 time in the day to appreciate things that have nothing to do with your career, your job, your like, we are still human beings and we get so, especially in New York city, you get so caught up in like, no, it's your job. And that's why I'm here. And it's my career that I care about more than anything. And it's like, no, you have a dog that you, you could pet your dog today. (laughs) Animals are so good. They are. They really take your mind off of anything. Yeah. Cause they remind you, they're like, Oh, all I need is you. Mm Mm-hmm. I started the unemployed show because I was like afraid of how I'm going to be, you know? And like, I was like, well, if I could make sure I have friends here once a week and we do silly things that make me laugh that like, maybe they're not all kosher, like, but you know, just like, it was cathartic. I don't know. It was just something I was like, well, I'm going to make this fun and this will be my fun for the week because I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills this month, but 
I know that I'm going to have a good time on Thursday. Like, but every other day I was crying. You know what I mean? It was yeah. just <laughs> it's a lot of stress. It's a lot. It really was. But I don't know. You figure a way. And like you said, you make it work. Do you have any advice you want to give people who are feeling that, that anxiety and that stress? I mean, I, I go on a gratitude rant where I just label all the things I am grateful for. Do you write them down? um, I either write them down or say them out loud. If I'm like mid, like really, I go like it's, and it's simple things. I'm grateful I have shoes. I'm grateful I have clean water. I gra- I'm grateful I have hair. I'm grateful um, I have a certain amount of physical strength. I'm grateful I have a bed. I'm gr- and I like just like... And you go on and on. Yeah, and I realize, oh my gosh, I have so many little things to be grateful for. That's so helpful. Like even if it's just like I'm grateful that a friend texted me. I'm grateful that my best friend is here. Mm -hmm. Like every little thing. And I do it until the anxiety like kind of goes. Yeah. Sometimes it takes longer than others days, but I think reminding yourself just something and just keep going. Even Mm -hmm. if it's like, I feel better today than I did yesterday or I have the time to try to make today better. Mm -hmm. I always like saying like, where was I two years ago at this time? Where was I two years ago? Oh my God, what am I complaining about today? Two years ago, I wanted to fucking cry for, you know, from the heavens. I was just like, this sucks. I can't figure it out. No one's giving me a break. You can put all the work in. Why isn't the work happening? You know, why isn't anything coming back at me? But like, yeah, I don't know. It puts it into perspective doing the two-year thing. And clearly it worked for you today. Yeah. Yeah. It absolutely. Is this therapy number two? Um, This is therapy part two. Uh, cool. Yeah. So. Did you know I'm a doctor? Oh, my gosh. Thank wow. You. An unemployed doctor? I'm an unemployed Who's therapist. A, a host. I who, moonlight as a game show host. Yeah. Yeah. It's a um, cool career. Yeah. I mean, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Thank you. Um, I want to thank you for being here. This was uh, this was beautiful, right? This is like very cathartic. Brian and I are both set for life now. We're gonna. Ca- I'm thankful for my nails. I'm thankful. Oh, I just saw your nails, and I'm Thanks. thankful. That was just a, honestly. That was just a plant, so I could show you my uh, oh, fancy manicure. I like right it. Here, right I here. like yeah. it. It's a fancy manicure, and I'm here for it. Thank you. It's my birthday month, so I really want you know. I treat When's your yourself. birthday? June fifteenth. Uh-huh. When's yours? Um, mine is August 29th. Mm. Summer baby. Yeah, but you're not a Gemini. No, no, you're a Gemini. Mm-hmm. We're crazy. Oh, <laughs> I just realized. I was like, oh, I. I mean, my best friend is a Gemini. Um, his birthday is Wednesday, I think. Wednesday Sounds or like Thursday. your best friend. <laughs> I'm terrible. Wednesday? This Wednesday? The following? You have to understand. Thursday. Time is not my love language. <laughs> Quality time or like time and space. I like when it comes to dates and whatnot, like I am, I'm not nostalgic, <laughs> which is good and bad. So when people are like, oh, let's celebrate a thing, I'm like, why? We're all going to die eventually. So, <laughs> And I was like, Keisha, not everyone shares that value. So Andy clearly celebrates his anniversary alone, just, you know, him for it's well, me. I've been married for this long this year. So it's a little different only because our birthdays are eight days apart and we got married the day after his birthday. Oh, 
Wow. So for someone who doesn't speak time and space, that's pretty romantic. That's well, nice. And so our vibe is instead of like a proper anniversary, we just have a week where we do whatever we want. Beautiful. Because we have nine days where it's like technically there's no reason to not do what we want. So for nine days straight, we like give ourselves a like, hey, do you want to go out to dinner? Of course we do. Do you want to do this fun thing? Of course we do. You want to spend money on this thing that we normally would be like, oh, we should be practical. Yeah, fuck it. Do it. Yeah. So that's how birthday week has turned into anniversary week. So we have a week where it's like, I don't know. I want to leave. Okay, let's go somewhere. (laughs) I also think that that's how you should treat it regardless of where you are even if it's if you're unemployed if you're employed like I treat birthdays with the highest regard I celebrate like I'm I'm already like look I my nails yeah it's three weeks ahead of time but it's my birthday month so we're allowed to do that this was great this was beautiful I appreciate you being here thank, thank you for you. being my friend thank you for being I my hope friend. we get to work on a project together soon we will will we Is I the think universe, so. I mean the where can people find you? I'm learning how to do this. Where can we find you? Where can we see your... Um, um, on social media. On social media, on all your projects, on whatever um, you want to plug. Well, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Keisha, K-E-I-S-H-A-Z, um, on Twitter, and Keisha Zoller, K-E-I-S-H-A-Z-O-L-L-A-R on Instagram. I promise I will post more maybe. And uh, you can go to Keisha and Andrew Comedy uh, where Andrew and I are actually in pre-production for starting our next web series. Mm. And I'm very excited about it. You can also Google Keisha and Andrew if you want to see some cute videos about me and my husband. We're pretty cute. I love them a lot. And I guess there's my website, which is KeishaZoller.com. But I got to be real. It has not been updated. And your girl (laughs) needs to find a web designer who's like can flip that shit and make it smooth. So forgive me for that. But um, that's okay. I don't remember the last time I updated my website either. Oh, I am. It is exhausting. That's all right. You're busy. We all are. We're busy. We all are. All right, cool. Everyone will follow you there. And uh, that's it. Peace and love and that's all.